Hello everybody and welcome to the next episode of Confessions of a Letting Agent. Today we have a very special um, speaker guest in and it is myself. Yeah, sorry, I'm going to bore you all for half an hour now. I'm going to hand over to my colleague Ollie who's in the studio who's going to actually interview me now. So yeah, my name's uh, Ollie Lawson. I've been on a, a couple of podcasts. Um, I'm the um, Operations and Marketing Director um, and I'm going to turn the microphone on Ben Quaintrell. Um, so... Ben is uh, 30, 37. I know you 30, look, 38 in January. I know sadly, you look yeah. older, but yeah, th- oh, th- 37. Um, and, um, and and Ben currently manages, or, or the letting agency, my property, well, estate agency now, my property box manages £75 million worth of, of property. So, yeah, we just wanted to kind of find out, Ben, how did you. How did what, what's your journey? How did you, how did you get to this level? Um, and obviously, we know that you've got a few other businesses um on the go as well um so it's just to find out a bit more a bit more about that really so in terms of kind of kicking off um so you are the director the managing director of my property box you're a director of pretty properties um that's right infinity properties ql property group it's quite a um there's a bit of a uh, synergy here with their property isn't there yeah yeah um, and um and mpb corporate um most recently so that's I mean, right. Yeah, I didn't know whether you wanted to just tell us a little bit about um, about about those. all different yeah. companies. Yeah, I guess as you, as you as you grow as a business owner and, and you and you, and you sort of follow other other business owners and successful people, what you tend to find is um, many entrepreneurs have multiple limited companies, and um, it's not because you go out to have all these limited companies; it's just a way of ring fencing and protecting one business from the other. So I think um, Ollie's going to ask me about a few of these later, but obviously one of them's the agency. One of them is the service accommodation business. One of them is uh, my private property portfolio as a landlord. One of them is a development company, and the other one is a is a brokerage that we've just set up recently. Um, so yeah, that's that's why there seems to be seems to be so many. But you tend to find when you speak to um, other sort of business owners, it's it becomes quite a common thing actually to have multiple limited companies but also a little bit of a hassle in some cases right a lot of accountancy fees a lot of accountancy fee- fees yeah that's yeah. Uh, one of the drawbacks amongst many others yes yeah. okay. <laughs> um so um yeah so, so so i guess like we just wanted to kind of find out um where did you how did you start off in property was there any interest in property as a child um you know did you grow up thinking oh be a letting agent or was it was it was it different to that did you want to be an astronaut i I don't think anyone ever says they want to be a letting agent as such but uh, and and funny when i've been on courses and met other agents over the years everyone says the same thing you were never at school and spoke to the careers advisor and ultimately said i want to be a letting agent but um yeah you kind of you can become that and obviously now with, with with the multiple property businesses are kind of quite broad across all property um, but yeah, where it basically started, Ollie, is um, I used to have a car washing business when I was when I was twelve in my street. So I, and I always realised that you could make more money um, washing cars in your street than delivering newspapers. And that's probably why I look very old. Thank you for pointing that out from having <laughs> such a hard paper round. But yeah, the car washing business sort of got me going. Um, but really, I didn't start getting into property. So what happened was I uh, I was eighteen year old at university, and um, my housemate at the time was doing uh, commercial property management as one of his courses and I was just doing like a, a basic business studies degree at Sheffield Hallam it was at the time and uh, Not, nothing wrong with a basic business degree I'll, uh, poly- just, I'll polytechnic just, yeah. just add to that add, add a polytechnic or a yeah. former polytechnic yeah yeah yeah, often I just say Sheffield, and then my friend Rob, if he's listening to this, always points out Sheffield's Hallam Ben, not uh, Sheffield University. Shout out to Rob. Yeah, 
And uh, anyway, so um, yeah. So at the time, we had to do we had to do a third year placement year as part of the um, as part of our business studies course. And my housemate was doing uh, property, commercial property, and I just fancied property. Uh, so I decided to send my CV across to all the estate agents in Darlington and um, Sanderson's at the time. Uh, Gordon, Catrick, shout out to Gordon, um, offered me a placement year, um, and um, he put me in the department under a gentleman called Richard Ward, who sort of um, showed me the ropes, and, uh, and and there I was, first year in Sanderson's and learning learning property. And quite nice as well, because that's kind of done a full circle, hasn't it, with um, with Richard? Yes. Um, so yeah, so uh, Wardhorn was was one of our well one of our last uh, acquisitions, right? That's correct. Yeah. So uh, one one of the one of the acquisitions we've done the takeover was we've done at my property box. Yeah, um, a really nice lady called Judy and Richard had this agency and um, we we acquired that only a few months ago in the summer. So uh, yeah, it, it did do a full turnaround. That's right. Yeah, great. So um, so what's your what's your kind of first memory of being interested in property then? Um, I know you, you you mentioned that you you got on with a um, I know you had a you, you kind of got a weekend job didn't you but it turned into more than a more than a weekend job yeah so, so basically so obviously started doing the lettings and, and and got the job at Sanderson's after university as well and then in about 2017 my friend Ross and a few school pals we decided to buy this uh, old schoolhouse in Catrick Village near Darlington and convert it into three cottages. And basically, yeah, as you said, we gave every weekend up for two years, and uh, it was a it was a it was a great experience, great learning curve, probably terrible financial uh, <laughs> decision, but uh, no, it was a great learning curve. The guys were great, and um, you know, we I learned the building, not not the expert in building, but I learned you know what flush to the wall meant, and uh, you know, timber rather than wooden, and just got to know that the building trade a little bit better, which was was which was fantastic experience. So. We sold all them a couple of years ago, and uh, yeah, that was my first sort of development project in property, if you like. Fantastic. And um, so would you have been better off cleaning the cars then? Absolutely. I think I could have probably got a job, uh, you know, uh, cleaning cars and, and made more money. But but yeah, it was great experience, and I, I wouldn't change it. Okay, excellent. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, so so what did so what what, what did teaching? Uh, sorry, what did working for somebody else? teach you then obviously you've so you kind of you, you you must have well you have got um you know a lot of entrepreneurial flair but how how did you find kind of working for someone else and was that what gave you the push to kind of go off on your own yeah so so, so i worked for sanderson's right up till 2010 fantastic company in the northeast very well known been established for 150 years um had a few directors great company and sadly in 2007 um the uh, the sales side went into administration following obviously from the recession then and being in the lettings team at the time myself and, and six or seven staff kept our jobs um so great company to work for but i just felt obviously times were changing with regards to technology i think social media was just starting and um and you know it was all starting to really push more online and and sort of the side i wanted to sort of bring on board a bit more was obviously the, the, the i guess the modern the modern technology side of things so kind of that's where my sort of head was at and how the market was going to go back then and um and yeah, so that's obviously why I decided to set up my property box. Yeah, great. So I mean, um, yeah. You, you, when, when, so what year did you start with Sanderson's then? 
So Sanderson's 2004 was the placement, Two, yeah. 2004. So were you still putting um, adverts into like papers and stuff? And Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, yeah. In the in the local the local um, Northern Echo um, property page, every week putting putting papers in there, and then obviously still had the printouts of the properties when people came yeah. in, which is printing the whole letting yeah. list and 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 sale particulars. So yeah, that was quite a normal practice then. Yeah, yeah. Pho- photographs, quite manual process of putting them in the windows. And, That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Okay. Great. Um, so yeah, so so where did where did my property box come from then? I know that after after Sanderson's you went um, you went out the country, didn't you? Um, and then obviously you came back and set up my property box nearly ten years ago now. Yeah, so, so I, I worked in Australia for a year and a half, and um, and then I came back in two thousand twelve um, in the May, and then I registered the company a month after. Um, but yeah, I'd always wanted to do this. Anyone sort of knows me, will know that I've. I've sort of talked about it for a lot of years um and um and yes i came back and i registered the company but yeah how how, where my property box came from was really just a a brainstorming session at the time and it was going to be the property box or just property box i let was another one and then then finally i just after a few asking quite a number of people um we went for my property box and that seemed to that seemed to stick so uh yeah, yeah. And, you, and you must have known that at some point you were going to open up the sales side as well because it lends itself quite yeah, nicely that's right i kind of in my head the reason it was my property box rather than like letting specific is i always wanted that flexibility of being able to add in different divisions of, of you know all aspects to property under that brand and uh to be honest I, I, I sort of for a lot of years we weren't going to do sales and we specialized in lettings but as you know we took over um an agency in Bishop Auckland with a fantastic lady called Ashley, you know, who now runs our sales side. And obviously the sales side was born just at the start of this year. But yeah, the brand was very much always going to be quite broad so we could, yeah, bring different aspects in. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Um, so so what, So how's, how's, how's my property box different to, to any other agent then? Why did you, why did you want to kind of <laughs> set up on your own rather than yeah. join another... I think, agency. I think in the early years it was again like I mentioned you know going to being, being the modern agency um, the agency that embraces technology I think at the time back in 2012 you know I was the only agent in the town to have a Facebook page and, and, right. and, and which sounds crazy now but I think we were the first one and then equally at the time we were the first agent to have a slider on the website okay. you know which back then it was, was sort of which you know, so I was just trying to just put the modern the modern take on it. So, so at the time, I called myself a digital agency, and you know the fact that we embrace you know new new technology and, and systems. And but as the years have gone on now, and and I've sort of continued my property education, certainly the last four or five years, I've done a lot of learning, and 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 now we sort of, as you'll know, we we sort of um you know our set the way we sort of position ourselves is being the the agent that understands investment yep. and, and understands investors because because when over the years when when you speak to investors i'm an investor myself as you are um you know one frustration investors always say is mm-hmm. you know your, your bread and butter estate agent doesn't understand investment you yep. know they don't understand um that so that's how we've kind of like positioned ourselves now See the wife's calling there, Ben. Did you want to? Um, do you want to answer that? No, or? no, no we're okay. all right. She's fine for now. Don't worry. I think I think the sofa might be getting delivered. That's what it could be. So uh, yeah, if it rings again, then we might have to pause. <laughs> might have to go and carry the pick the sofa up. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah so um, so yeah, I just wanted to ask a couple more questions about um, about the kind of the other businesses, kind of aside from from my property box. Yeah. Um, and and kind of what you've what you've learned setting those up. 
um, and then find out a little bit more about kind of you and your traits um, and kind of you know, course, I know yeah. you're, you're big into your um, to, to your continual learning and, um, and and that sort of path. So it'd be interesting to just kind of touch of on that before we before we finish up. But yeah, yeah. So um, could you could you tell us? So we, we listed a few properties there at the beginning. Um, pre, uh, yeah, pretty properties, Infinity, uh, QL, and also um, MPB Corporate. So yeah, would you just give us kind of a little bit of a of, of a rundown of, of those? Why you set them up? Um, of yeah. And, and yeah, what what you what you're getting out of those? Yeah, so basically, yeah, so um, Pretty Properties is uh, my serviced accommodation business, which I, with a, which I do with a friend of mine, Rob, which is a different Rob to mention at the start, actually. And um, we started this business, I think it's about two and a half years old now. And um, it's actually Rob that came to me that sort of uh, educated me on, on, on serviced accommodation at the time. And, and basically, it, you know, it's as, as a lot of the listeners might know, if you've been away for the weekend, and booked a holiday let or, or you might have booked me a contract and you've booked somewhere for a couple of weeks or a month it's very much sort of that market um some of the properties to begin with we did on rent to rent so obviously a rent to rent strategy is where you would, would lease a property off a landlord or rent a property off a landlord and then you would um rent it push it out on you know um airbnb and and booking.com and very much our market is uh, is um has been contractors so that's our specialized area of the market so a lot uh, of demand in this area for that then at the moment yeah ma- massive demand in this area at the moment um we've uh we, it's, it's been a really good two and a half years we, we were fortunate with some of it obviously amazon got built mm-hmm. on the outskirts of darlington at the time and i think we just set set the uh, business up at the time, so a lot of the contractors building Amazon um, rented off us for the period of three to six months. And with all the development going around at the town at the moment, it's it's a very good yeah. investment area. Um, so so yeah, that's the pretty properties business. Yeah, and uh, it's it's yeah, it's doing very well with the demand at the moment. Okay, great. And Infinity. Infinity is just a small business. That's just for, for myself and my, and my wife. And um, we have a couple of properties in that. Um, the wife actually has started doing service accommodation as well, Jane. So she's got uh, two properties now. We're doing that, uh, which is just like an extra, extra income stream for the family. And we have that as a limited company again to protect your liability and your personal liability from other companies. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of our private like property business, if you like. Great, and she's not called back, so I'm assuming that the sofa's been delivered. Sofa's safe, Ollie, I think, yeah, hopefully, yeah. yeah. yeah she's delivering it in now on her own with the kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> great, um, and on to uh, QL Property Group. QL Property Group, well, that's, um, that is with you, Ollie, Ollie Larson, so um, so introduce that. So um, going, we're going with the, back to the property education, so one thing I have, have done in the last couple of years is sort of continue learning and and uh, myself and Ollie have been doing a course with Mark Stokes, Ecker Academy, which is learning all about commercial to resi conversions, developments, and uh, myself and Ollie bought our first uh, commercial to resi conversion on Victoria Road in Darlington, and um, and we're just on with that one at the moment. We, we got planning back in July, and uh, we're hoping, fingers crossed, to get uh, some tender prices back in the next couple of days, weeks, <laughs> and then um, and then hopefully in the new year, We'll be cracking on with that, and we'll certainly be looking at other projects. Yeah, so it's turning, yeah, turning two um, two uh, offices into two ten bed HMOs. Basically. That's right. Yeah, yeah, a bit of uh, co living there, high end co living. Yeah, yeah, and um, so we've been quite property focused so far, Ben. But what's what's MPB uh, corporate? Corporate, yeah. So this is basically so with with my property box, sort of, sort of the mothership, if you like. We've bought out six agents in the last three years. There's a lot of changes at the moment in the agency industry. 
a lot of agents selling up wanting to retire. Um, so now with, with the six agents have bought, have got um, some experience, still always learning though, of course, some experience on buying and selling businesses. Um, so a friend of mine, Chris Sanders, who's, who's a corporate solicitor in, in the area, um, we, we spoke and we've decided to sell up a brokerage because um, we've been asked so many times. Obviously, all it's all connected so many times. Um, you know, if we if if my property box or my property box corporate would buy and sell businesses, so it's something we're just literally setting up at the moment. And hopefully, you'll hear more about this over the coming months. Um, but yeah, it's ultimately a brokerage buying and selling businesses. Fantastic. Um, so on the subject of, um, of of the buying and the selling businesses, then. Um, so, you've, so as you mentioned, um, we've completed the, the six acquisitions in the last three years, kind of across the northeast and North Yorkshire. Um, what are your What are your aspirations for my property box moving forward? Kind of, is it um, you know, have you got a few more of these in the pipeline? Yeah, so I think for my property box, yeah, I think growth by acquisition at the moment seems to be uh, what's happening. And it, you know, for those that are in the industry, they'll know from from the press that there's a lot of agents. Um, buying each other out there's a lot of mergers going on a lot of acquisitions across the industry and it's ultimately becoming happening because um what the sort of experts if you like are saying is there's sort of too many agents i'm sure it, it happens in the travel agency world over the last 20 years and um yeah so i think there's gonna be a lot of consolidation for agents and um, there's a, there a large one trying to trying to buy us last year and i'm sure it's, there's a bigger one trying a bigger fish trying to buy them it's just it's just that time in the industry so yeah i would like to continue um the growth by acquisition maybe look you know to spread our wings further afield eventually um, so, so what what advantage are there then or is there to doing um to doing acquisitions then rather than continuing to because you've grown quite quickly organically anyway yeah but what does this just kind of make is it just quicker process quicker progress yeah it's just it's just it's just yeah it's just a quicker progress it, it's a it's a quicker way to, to grow your business and um and you know, doing a cold start, which I've, which I did, it, it it's good and, and you learn a lot, but it is a it's a long slog, and um, and yeah yeah growth by acquisition at the moment in this industry it's just it's just a better way, uh, not a better way sorry, um, like a, a quicker way, swifter, uh, yeah. a swifter way. There's a lot there's a lot of opportunity at the moment, a lot of agents that have been you know in the industry you know 30, 40 years. And um, and and they haven't fully embraced digital. If you ask them how business is, it's mm. you know it's sometimes not great from their point of view. They haven't recovered the um, tenant ban fees that happened in two thousand eighteen. Um, and yeah, there just seems to be quite a few opportunities of these around. And as you'll know, Ollie, the last few have actually approached us yep. rather than the other way around. So um, so yeah, I think there'll be hopefully more of these to to come. Yeah, and I guess you know we've. Um We've been spending quite a lot of time and money recently on on keeping ourselves fresh and current, haven't we? In, in terms of my property box, um, just built and launched a new website. Um, we've got a new phone system and, yeah. and, and and backend system coming in in January as well. So that's right. I guess if you don't if you don't kind of move with it and evolve with it, um, you can soon fall behind, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah, you have to. It's you have to evolve constantly. That's right. You're dead right. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, so yeah, just to just to kind of. Uh, close on um, on a, a few qu- couple of questions about you then Ben. So um, I know you, you you're big on your um, on your kind of you know uh, self education. Yeah. Um, what what kind of what what would you what would you recommend to um, someone who's maybe listening to this? Who's you know when did you set up MP, MPB? When you were talking, was it twenty eight something like that? Uh, twenty eight. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Twenty eight. So um, to to someone thinking, oh, I wonder whether I should take the jump. 
Um, what kind of things would you be looking at, reading, listening to? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, one thing I've, and again, like I, I know Ali's saying here that I'm really into my education. I am now, but I would say for the first couple of years in business, yeah, I was grafting um, and, and growing the business, but I think I probably wasn't learning as much, and I, and I probably should have spent a bit more time listening to to you know the experts are following more people so it's only in the last five or six years i've really been doing that but anyone who's listened to this now educate yourself don't stop learning you know it's the it's the book the richest man in babylon um go and speak to the experts follow the experts on podcasts on the website the books um books to recommend from an investment side of obviously i think we've said before on this podcast many times rich dad poor dad is the one to start with and then there's quite a few others that we recommend. Um, but yeah, just continue educating yourself. I think you don't ever stop learning. And to think you know it all. Um, I see I've been an agent now. Um, it's coming up 20 years soon. But, um, you know, I've prob- my prop- true property education is probably only in the last four or five years. So don't ever think you know it all. Just just keep learning. And um, unfortunately, you know, if, if you can build up your biz- business large enough, then you can start getting people around you that are better than you at specific jobs that you not might, not might be as good at. And it's, it's a really important thing when we do the personality studies and tests. Like you can't be good at everything, and and, and as you grow, you can start, as I say, getting people people around you that are better than better at what you're not so good at. Yeah, yeah. So so is that why you bring That's me a, into? I was uh, just going to give you a bit of a punt. Absolutely, yeah, Ollie. Yeah, great to do the podcast hosting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, and I, I think we've I think we've mentioned them before, but um, other other good books that I know that that yeah. you recommend and that you've read are um, is it No Money Down, Kevin McDonald, Kevin McDonald, um, Grant Cardone, Grant Cardone, Ten X, Grant Cardone, Ten X. Yeah. That's the one. That's the number okay. one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, also available on uh, audio as well. I think so. Absolutely. Um, yeah. They were, if good, Grant, they were if good. Grant, if Grant listens to this podcast, he might give us a. Uh, we're giving him a shout out. He might give us a shout. He out. Might give us a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, really got into that on uh, during during lockdown, didn't we? Yeah. When we but, were... but sorry, Ollie, just to summarise that, on that, just get yep. like just to get the experts around you. As I say, learn from other people and get the experts around you. If it's property investment, go to the people that know. You know, the the, the, the broker that's eating his own cooking is a is a quote we always yep. use, don't you? Yep. The accountants that are investing themselves. You know, the solicitors are investing themselves. Don't go, yeah. you know, someone can easily put you off doing something because they try and give you advice, but actually they're really, it's not their expertise. But it and is quite hard to find people it who've is. got, who've it got is. experience in investment, investing yeah. in property, right? Yeah. Even even specialists like solicitors yeah. and accountants, yeah. you think that they would just understand property investment, absolutely. but, you know, it, as we found out, they, they, yeah. they don't always. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, just and, and the people that are often willing to give you the advice quickly is the people closest to you, your mum and dad, the family around you, your parents, your neighbours, your friends. But how much do they actually know about the subject they're talking about? You know, your mum and dad will tell you to get a good job and pay your mortgage off as quickly as possible. You know, and, and, and it's, you know, is that the right advice? You know, it's, it's, it's just speaking to the people that have done it and, uh, you know, going from there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, always always take advice. Um, I think that's pretty good advice. So um, so yeah, Ben, uh, I think this leads us on to uh, a funny story. So have you got have you got a, a funny you know, story I've got, I've you got, can share? I've got a few funny stories um, about property and, and experience over the years. And, and apologies if I've already said this one, but we just me and Ollie before we started, Ollie said, "Have you got have you got your funny story ready?" And I mentioned a couple to him. 
But I think I think the one for me that always sticks in your head, which I know most agents, agents that have worked for a long time in the industry will have experienced this, whether they admit it or not. And all I need to say is, you know, is when you are doing property viewings and you need the bathroom and the property is empty, make sure the stop tap <laughs> is uh, on and the toilet's working efficiently before you use it. That's all I'll say. And um, yeah, I've had a, had a, had a, had a yeah. Is very that because impact- you just needed a quick bath? That's yeah, before yeah, quick, you, quick wash. Yeah, yeah, a quick wash. Right. So yeah, so that happened in the Sanderson's days on a sales view in Darlington, nice property. <laughs> and uh, the downstairs toilet, and sorry, I beg your pardon, it was the ensuite upstairs actually. And uh, my strategy was there was 10 minutes to go before this viewing happened. And uh, so I thought, you know, I'll use the upstairs toilet. And by the time they've looked downstairs, you know, air will have cleared. And uh, sadly, the uh, the stop tap, sorry, the, the, I went and flushed the toilet, it wasn't on. And um, I couldn't find the stop tap in the property. It wasn't in the usual place under the sink downstairs toilet. So, and then the people turned up. So, yeah. Um, I had to just explain there was a drainage problem. <laughs> and, uh, with the lid yeah, down on with the, the lid toilet. With the lid down, well and truly down, oh, yeah. Well, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Very good. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, cool, I think that's... Um, I think that's it. Unless there's unless there's anything else that you, that no, you that's it. wanted to uh, share, but thank you. That was um, great. Yeah, thanks for thanks for uh, for sharing very, everything you know. Very welcome. Very yeah, welcome. And, and, um, and thanks for listening, everybody, again, and uh, give us give us a shout out. Yeah, give us a shout out, or even better, a five star review, please, on uh, Apple or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you listen, because uh, that would just help a few more people listen to us. And um, just wanted to say thank you as well for for people um, who are or two people who are listening to us at the moment um, because we, we seem to have seem to keep getting these repeat listens. Uh, I know it's been a couple of um, couple of weeks since we've last posted, but thanks very much to everyone for bearing with us, and um, we will keep these coming. So please keep listening. Yeah, we've got a good following, haven't we? Which is which is great. People yeah. And, and yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks great. very much. Thank you.